0: Show served up hot and fresh here on the fans. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy was going to join us in the three o'clock hour. Now, uh, he messaged and said it'll be the four o'clock hour. We have Packers All-Pro left tackle David Bakhtiari will be joining us at four thirty-five, like he does each and every Tuesday. It's as far as I'm concerned. I mean Rogers and McAfee, very entertaining for sure, no question, but. Bakhtiari, I, I, I don't know, man. I views with Bakhtiari are pretty dang good, too. Uh, similar to what Rodgers does with Pat McAfee. You're not going to want to miss that coming up at 435. Now, this guy here. This guy here. They may build a statue of Zach Gelb in front of Fizer for him, Gary, before this is all done. For for being the guy out in well, front I mean, nationally. And lobbying for Giannis to sign the Supermax. Going off on Boone Holzer about the... You know, uh championship or bust mentality, and not believing it, and all that stuff. This guy here, you can hear him weeknight six o'clock on CBS Sports Radio. He is Zach Gelb. Zach, thanks for coming on, guys.
2: Appreciate it, and I think it's honorable that Sparky and Gary Ellerson are here today, but Leroy Butler is probably taken off because he's still recuperating and recovering from all the crying he's doing that Giannis is not going to his Lakers. So I appreciate talking to
0: you guys. I'm just disappointed in Leroy. Could could be. Could be what he's doing. He could be. uh, And, you know, Golden State Warrior fans are crying as well. Miami Heat fans are are crying as well. Zach, I mean, obviously you do the national radio show. You talk to people from all over the country. What was the sense that you got from listeners to your radio show as far as what Giannis was going to do through this whole thing?
2: Well, I would say right before really December started that there was optimism that he was going to stay. Sure. Whenever you had the Bucs losing the playoffs, you got some talk of the Miami Heat. You know, we've had some guests on that have thrown out the Warriors and um, some other teams as well, because that's just the nature of of the beast. But I would say for the most part and most of December, uh, the thought and the feel was that Giannis was going to stay in Milwaukee. And then last week, When he finally spoke, he got a little hairy and there was some skepticism. And for a while, I was very confident that he was going to resign. I just didn't get what the weight was, but now it doesn't matter because let's be real. He's staying and he's there um, to go try to win a championship with Milwaukee. So uh, any of that excitement or nervous excitement and maybe doubts kind of go out the window. So I would say for the most of the time, the majority of the time, it was Giannis was going to stay. But then last week leading into. Uh, Monday and then obviously up until the news today there was some well what's taking so
3: long here well great okay so we can move past where he's coming he's not coming so now we know he's coming so then now we know that he's coming we can move past that and that would be then Zach this team this Milwaukee Bucks team that they have assembled right now with the big three of Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton can they win it all I don't consider that a big three because and I know some people say well those are the
2: three names the best three names on the roster to me a big 3 means you have three superstars and I think you only have one superstar on the roster now that does not mean that true holiday's not a good player and that chris middleton's not a very good player because they're both very good players but for me there's only one superstar on that roster with that being said you ask me can they win it all um they should be the favorites to get out of the eastern conference I don't trust Philadelphia the Nets, I think, will be their biggest challenger, but we don't know how to predict Kyrie Irving's mood each and every day, and we'll see what Kevin Durant is coming off the injury. But I'm pretty optimistic about KD. Um, the Celtics, they got to find the way to big, win the big game, just like uh, the Bucs do. And uh, you know, I don't think Miami's going to be as strong as they were in the bubble, so they should be the favorite to get to the finals. I still think. A team like the Lakers and a team like the Clippers are better than Milwaukee. But if you get there, it's the first one to four, and there's a shot that um, that the Bucks could get to four. So um, I'm not going to rule it out. The goal, obviously, is to win a championship. I think that they are the best team in the Eastern Conference, and now we'll just see if they could finally uh, write that check and, and cash it because this has been a team, as you guys have known, has had the best record the last two years in the league, and then when the postseason comes around, They've come up short.
0: You know, every time uh, you have a superstar uh, in a market and there's contract talk and so forth, uh, the heat really gets going on whoever the NBA head coach is at that point, seemingly, right? Whether that be in Cleveland with LeBron uh, or Miami uh, with Pat Riley or Spolster or whatever the case may be, it's always about, you know, can they win? And if they don't, they're not going to blame the superstar in most cases. LeBron maybe was a little bit different because uh, he was overly criticized. But uh, outside of LeBron – for the most part, the coaches are going to get criticized. And in this scenario here in Milwaukee, without question, if this team gets knocked out in the playoffs again, Budenholzer is going to come under fire. But remember, Jason Kidd got fired. And according to Kidd, Giannis reached out and asked him if he wanted him to try and save his job and make a call. And Kidd said no Giannis, as we know, very loyal, loves him some Budenholzer from all accounts. So if they were to get knocked off in the playoffs again, it would be an interesting offseason to see how this whole thing plays out from a head coaching standpoint in Milwaukee.
2: I don't think Milwaukee, the Bucks organization, I don't think they have any desire yet to move on from Mike Budenholzer. Remember, you know, yes, are there are things to be critical about. Was I freaking out about what he did say about the championship or Busta not willing to go there? Of course. Uh, this guy's been the coach of a team, though, the last two years with the best record. So um, if they don't win it all this year – actually, let's forget winning it all. If they don't get to the finals this year, he's going to face a lot of criticism. Because let's be real, you know what the feel was last year? The feel last year, at least for me covering it, was I don't care what the Bucks do in the regular season. Not that we can't praise them for what they do in the regular season. I already saw how good they could be in the regular season the year before that. And it was can they finally – get rid of all those demons and can they find a way to get to the post uh, to get to the championship and last year they came up short the year before that they came up short so Bucks fans are already used to as crazy this may sound being the preeminent team from a record standpoint in the NBA in the Eastern Conference now you got to find a way to win three playoff series to get to that matchup up against either the Lakers or the Clippers and if they don't it's not going to be honest who people are going to be criticizing in Milwaukee. It's probably going to be the coach, um, even though there will be blame to go around all, all across the board.
3: And I know when you look at that, you're right. There will be blame to go around across the board. But, I mean, I, I think you've got to give this team some time to gel and get together. I mean, it, it's a brand-new team, Zach. I mean, sure. they bring in a holiday. I mean, it's not like it was last year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. There, there could be some growing pains.
2: Ultimately, though, it's about getting into the postseason, which we know they're going to be. Mm -hmm. And that clock really does start ticking once you you get into really round two, uh, because you're expected to win round one. And then they had problems two years ago in the conference finals. And last year, they had problems in the second round so hey just like i'm not going to give them a, a, term, a tremendous amount of credit if they win 60 something games for the 72 game season i won't be knocking them if they get off to a little bit of a slow start right if you have some new pieces the Correct. thing i'm just wondering guys and this is something that i you know I talking to peter fagan before last year he loves chris middleton and doesn't stand for the chris middleton uh, slander i'm just curious today if there's you know and i don't know how much of a conversation it is probably not a big conversation cuz all the excitement should be directed towards uh Giannis Antetokounmpo de uh finding the uh, signing the Supermax i'm just wondering with where this James Harden market is at how the Sixers aren't going to give up Ben Simmons how we know the Nets aren't going to give up Kyrie Irving and the Heat they're not going to give up Bam Adebayo i'm just wondering if the Bucks maybe get a little bit aggressive and i don't think they will um, but it's just something that crossed my mind and if they'd be willing to part ways with Chris Middleton to bring in a James Harden, because right now hmm. the Rockets are waiting for someone to make a big swing and give up a big player. And if these teams are smart, they would just wait and be patient and have James Harden start to become a pain and force his way out like we've seen so many superstars do. And it's just something I thought about today. Would the Bucks be willing to well, part with Chris Middleton to expedite that process and get James Harden? I don't think they will, but it's just something I thought
0: of. I mean, there's a couple of things here. Number one, I mean Middleton and that huge deal. I think kind of was because of Giannis uh, being a big Middleton fan. That was part of it. But the other part of it is, I mean draft picks. I mean they gave up all those dang swaps yeah. and lottery uh, or unprotected ones in that Drew Holiday deal Appreciate. now. That in Houston wants, I, I guess the last thing I saw was three number one picks in and in a star, Middleton and three ones. Bucks can't do that. I mean, so from that aspect, <laughs> they can't they can't play this game unless they're willing to come off of their demands for a star player. Now they could do Middleton, Brook Lopez, and something along those lines, but now you're left with Bobby Portis as your starting center by getting James Harden. I just don't know if it works.
2: Well, that's what, like I said, I don't think it's going to happen, but from the Rockets' standpoint, uh, of course right now they're going to be asking for all that. I don't think they're going to be able to get a star player or a very good player, because I don't consider Middleton a star, but get a very good player and a bunch of picks. That's an idea. Uh, that's a, that's an, an ideal one. I think that's fantasy land that the Rockets are still living on, so when they get off the honeymoon stage, yep. maybe they would just settle for Middleton and then something else. Uh, clearly the picks would be a, a problem because of the three firsts and the two pick swaps that you gave up to get Drew Holiday, so um, maybe Middleton could get it done and you could get creative. Like I said, I think, like, like you're talking about, Sparky, uh, a big reason why Giannis is coming back, I think it's because he likes this team in place with Middleton and Drew Holiday being there, and um, I don't think he was waiting to try to push it deal to, to get Harden, but it was something that crossed my mind if for sure that Middleton's going to be back for this upcoming season or if they would explore it.
0: Zach Gelb show tonight, 6 o'clock, CBS Sports Radio. What do you got coming up?
2: Oh, we're going to be celebrating right when you guys get off the air. That's uh, you know We're already on for an hour, so we'll save all the to Kumpo talk nice. right at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 Central, and we will be having a party for Bucks fans tonight. And later on in the week, <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. It's never too early to promote. I am off tomorrow. But coming up on Thursday, uh, we keep on talking in the NFL about who has the best shot in the AFC to beat the Chiefs. And I haven't really been able to give a good answer throughout the year in the AFC. I'm starting to think that the Packers, when you look at all the NFL, they have the best shot to take down Kansas City this year. And I'm kind of starting to hope that that's going to be the Super Bowl.
0: Zach, I'm starting to think you're trying to take one of our jobs in Milwaukee. That's what I'm starting to think. I mean, you are just all over these Wisconsin sports teams. Hey, man, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
3: Isn't Zach from here,
0: though?
2: No, I, I'm I'm not from there, but it depends. No. Uh, you know, it depends what you guys are making. Because if your salary is <laughs> better than mine, then maybe I'll come for one of your jobs. Huh?
0: You know, it's There's funny that you. are trying to send me over <laughs> some of that tequila, all right? Yeah, yeah, the vodka, the the Leap vodka, vodka or whatever yeah, it is. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah, Leap yeah, vodka. Too, and it's yeah, funny yeah. that he's promoting Leap vodka yeah. and the man doesn't even drink alcohol, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's a smart
2: business. You know, you never want to maybe uh, necessarily mess with what. Uh, you, you like to sell all the time, so you don't keep there on drinking know.
3: it yourself. Abs- you know, you just keep on
0: selling it. Absolutely, there Gary's you know. the taste tester. I think so. This yeah, should it, it yeah. at least it'll taste good. Yeah, I know well, I'm,
3: I'm partial to brown stuff, but if it, but if it's free as me, I'll take three bottles. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure you
3: will. <laughs> Did you try it yet, Gary? Was it good? No, no, I have not tried it yet. Okay, well, tell him to. We'll see. I'll let you know. know. You work with the guy every day. I know, right?
0: Yeah, well, he – well, I'm not going to get into that. All right, Zach, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. And we'll be listening tonight at 6 o'clock here on The Fan. You guys be well. Thanks so much. Congrats. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Zach Gelb of The Zach Gelb Show, 6 o'clock weeknights here on The Fan on CBS Sports Radio. There's not another national radio host that champions this town more than Zach Gelb. I promise you that. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Coming up on the other side, top of the hour, 4 o'clock, what's next – Uh, And now that Giannis has signed the Supermax for you as a Bucks fan, what's the next thing on your radar uh, for uh, the Bucks as a fan? And David Bakhtiari, the all-pro Packers left tackle, will join us coming up at 435 here on The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.